Hello and welcome to episode number four of NASCAST. I'm your host, Kylan Beach, and NASCAST is a podcast that consists of students, staff, and special guests, and it's about engaging, connecting, and understanding what's happening within the Nazareth community. Now, before we get to introduce you to our beautiful guests, um, we would like to acknowledge that the land we meet on today is the land of the Ghana people, and we respect their elders past, present, and emerging. Now... Sitting right next to me, I have Daniel Damanado, who is a staff member at Nazareth and is also a graduate uh, of 2021. Is that right, Daniel? Yes, 2021, 2021. Year, yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, then we have James Meston from Arch D Radio. Welcome, James. It's a pleasure to be here, sir. And then we have Evie Hudden, who is a Year 12 student here at Nazareth. Hello. Welcome. Now, <laughs> let's roll. You should be so busy. Like, can I just say that's the elephant in the room right now? Yeah, so busy. <laughs> so busy, and we're recording a podcast during school. Anything to get out. Let's um, let's roll straight into the get to know them segment. And welcome to the Get to Know Them segment. Now, we're going to start off with a question for the whole panel here before we get to go into know you a little bit more personally. Um, now, it might be a little bit of a hard one for some of you, but what is your biggest fear and why? Biggest fear? Biggest fear. That's what do you reckon? Question. Well, I have a fear, but I don't even know if I can say <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it. If it's not appropriate, then yeah. probably not. <laughs> yeah, I'd say if in doubt, leave it out. If in doubt, that's a good look thing. back to the protective practices book <laughs> and then make your decision. <laughs> if in doubt, you'd quite like to read this pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think of it. Yeah, yeah. While, while we, um, Evie, James. Oh, I don't know. Like, that's a really good question. The biggest fear. Like, I really, I'm, I'm, it's it's the most cliched thing on the planet, but I'm not a fan of heights at all. And mm. I find uh, the, the moments that that gets really tested, like a couple of years, actually just before all the COVID stuff went crazy, which is probably more than a couple of years ago now, maybe like three, <laughs> maybe 10, I don't know, it could be a bit longer. <laughs> But we went up to uh, Cairns and went on this sky lift thing, which was over the top of um, of the, like the rainforest, the yeah, canopy of yeah. the rainforest. And I, I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. And the worst thing about traveling with people who aren't afraid of heights is the first thing they do when you're terrified, they try to make you more make terrified. You more so they'll go, oh, you're a bit, you're a bit scared. <laughs> you know what we're going to do to help you? We're going to shake the, the, <laughs> like the cage that we're actually in. That's yeah. definitely the thing to do. And, yeah, so, yeah, it's a bit of a cliche, but, yeah, yeah. heights do. Do, do get me. No, I'm on, I'm on the same, wave, same wavelength there. Yeah. I'm a little bit scared of heights, but I like roller coasters. I'm good with that. It's just standing on top of buildings and then looking over balconies and stuff. I just has there been a moment? I can't handle it. Has there been a moment that stands out to you, which was kind of like the one that like sums up mm. all of your fears? No, nah, not really. No, no. It's any building. Yeah, literally anywhere. What about planes? Once it's no, no planes. I'm actually okay. Like you ever stand on standing the on a plane? <laughs> standing <laughs> yeah, standing on top of it uh, while it's flying in it's the like, air. Oh, this is a bit high. <laughs> 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 no, no. In planes, I'm okay because I feel like I'm on land in a plane. I don't know. Yeah, Evie. I have a fear of being trapped in like a room or when the shops are shutting. Oh. And the, you know when the lights go off. Yeah, and wow. you're scared that someone's just going to completely walk past you and not know you're there and they just shut the store and you're stuck. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. There you go. But it also sounds like the beginning of a really great kind of 1980s coming of age movie. No. Where you're locked in a store <laughs> overnight and you're locked in with someone who's like your enemy at school. Yeah. And at yeah. first you like give each other the cold shoulder and then you realise, hey, we're not so different after all. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. No, Daniel, did you... 
Well, I do have a fear. Like, I have a lot of fears, like, about sleeping, but I just thought of one. So, like, when I get home late, not too late, you know, get home, like, 12 o'clock at night, and you go to the toilet, and then I go to, like, my bathroom. Now, when I go to wash my hands, my back is facing the door. Mm. That's a weird fear. Mm-hmm. But every time I do this, I'm scared someone's going to walk up behind me. <laughs> like, so what I do is I, like, wash, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I wash my hands, and I look back into the mirror that's on the wall so I can see. <laughs> but in every horror movie, that's where they appear. Exactly. So you can't open the cabinet. Because if you open the cabinet, then close it, yeah, then, that's where then they, they, they pop the up. Mirror. That's yeah, right. Yeah. But, like, it's a weird fear, but it's just like... No, as well as heights, I do actually have an equal one on that. I've just, it's popped into my head. When I'm in the shower, like shampooing my hair, I close my eyes, as you should. Yes. I assume so. Yeah. I close my eyes and the fear of someone just touching me or something or being, coming into the room while I'm washing yes, my hair. Yes, where your eyes and are then, closed. Yeah. Anyway, the monsters. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's um, get to know you on more of a personal level. Um, Daniel, you work at Nazareth. What do you do here? I work in the cafes here at Nazareth, so yeah, I really enjoy that. Work yeah, there a fun. fair bit. Good fun. You've just been obviously doing that this year. Did you do? You did a bit of work in the cafes in the morning last yeah, when I, you were at school as yeah, well. Yeah, didn't so you? I used to come in and volunteer, which was good. Got to know everyone quite well, and then they offered me a job, and I took it. So yeah, it's good. Good so to you, be a part of the community still. You know. Yeah, and so if a student or. Um, or even a, a graduate wanted to get involved into working in the cafe here. Um, how would they go about doing that? Do you know? We well, just get in contact with the school, see if they've got any jobs going on. I think there is a there is a thing on the Nazareth website that has jobs that are going. So if you go, if you are looking for a job and you want to get involved with the Nazareth community, head over to nazareth.org. And that will have all of the information there about any jobs that are going. So, yeah, yeah I, awesome. I would I would encourage people to get involved with the community. It's great. It's great work. And you don't just have to be a graduate to get involved within of the Nazareth no, community no. as well. There's plenty of people, yeah. That's right. Now, you've also started um, in your own business. Um, and you're also doing a bit of magic work as well, which you've done yes. for the past 15 yeah, 15, years. 15 I've been, years. I've been doing magic for a good 15 years. About five years I've been performing at the Adelaide Fringe. Yeah. So I've performed first with a group called Magic on the Edge, mm-hmm. which is part of the International Brotherhood of Magicians here in Adelaide. Wow. And I did two years with them and we sold out two seasons there. And then I did my own show in 2020, which was six shows. And they yeah. sold out all before the French started, which was really good. So, That's so good. Yeah. Did you do an extra show or was that? I actually put on an yeah. extra show as well because yeah. I was like, you know what? Stuff, I'll put on an extra show. Because you've, <laughs> you've sold out the past two years of doing your own show. Yeah. And then you had a really successful regional tour down to the York Peninsula as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, so <laughs> I, did a, I did a nice tour down to the York Peninsula, which was good in uh, 2020 amidst COVID. I remember you did a show here. You dressed up as Santa Claus. Yeah, actually, that was I back think, in the prime, um, back in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dressed up as Santa Claus and you you went into the whole school yeah, um, at the yeah. Flinders Park campus and you you did a little show there. Yeah. Um. Um. Now, James. Mm. Um. Now, you work for ArchD Radio. Yeah, that's right. Um. What does that entail? Okay, so it used to be pretty much we would do radio. We're actually talking beforehand before we got started. Yeah. The fact that your dad and your sister had yeah, that's a radio right. show years ago. Yes. Back before podcasting was even a thing that we ever really talked about. Um. Uh, and so that's what we were doing originally. And to start with, it was about um, giving um, high school students predominantly experience of actually being on the radio. Yeah. We would produce a radio show, an FM-style radio show. And how do they go? And how do they pick music? How do they put it all together? How do they put together a voice break? Um, 
um, in that regard. But then, you know, two or three, four years ago, I guess, podcasting became the thing that everyone wanted to do. Mm. It was the new thing, and uh, which suited me just fine because it was always the thing I loved. You know? Yeah. The radio, well, podcasting and radio shows that became podcasts, you know, that whole style, because yeah. it's just so much more free. You can do so many things. You can do, I mean, you can make it so niche. You can't really do a show. Well, like this, I guess, like this NASCAR. There's no mm. way we could ever put something like this on the radio because it's yeah. just to the people who care about it, it really matters. But yeah. to the general populace, they'd be like going, well, then where's the radio show for all the other schools? It's like, yeah, it's just not that particularly wide, uh, wide reaching. So we've been able to, to do that. And now we do a structured course. So um, students learn, uh, they do their level one, they do an interview style podcast, they do that from beginning to end. Uh, then the level two is like a chat cast, a radio, like more like what we're doing here today. Yeah. And then the level three is the, the, the high level, which is the uh, narrative. So more like true crime and those kind of podcasts that we know. So by the time they're done with all that, and they work through all those things, they um uh, pretty good little podcast on little some of them are big like big yeah. podcasters little and big they're multi-sized yeah yeah you and know. did you go to did you go to our Finden campus our primary that's store correct, you, you yeah. ran, I know we spoke about that a little bit in our first episode yeah I'm fairly sure here at NASCAST but you went there and you helped the year fives I think it was there so I think the first group were yeah um, I think a little bit younger from memory yeah. and then we did a, we did the same course again for a whole nother group because yeah. we don't really run them in very large super big groups just yeah, so that we can course. make sure they can all get the best of the experience. But there's some amazing stuff out there. It's really, really great. We've got like, um, uh, uh, they're all together. I think they're on the Nazareth website as well. We'll put a link. Yeah, we'll make sure that there's a link in yeah, the show notes of this episode um, so that people can actually check them out. But some of the stuff the students have come out with has just been fantastic. I've got to be honest. I've been like, sometimes you want to go, yeah, that's really great. But you're so deeply jealous because you go, when I started podcasting, my stuff was never this good. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know who, who are you to be so good at this? But yeah. It goes to show how um, uh, sort of like kids nowadays, students nowadays, I should say, they're media creators from a very young age, mm. you know, so they get used to that, yeah. you know, so, um, uh, you know, th there's a there's something sitting in their pocket all the time to create media with. And I think what ArchD does more than anything is that um, it basically tries to help curb what they're working on into something that's more indicative of going like, you know, if we could have some say in making sure that the stuff that you create uh, uh, sort of like paints you in the very best positive light and um, talks about the really strong things, because there's so much media out there that's negative and talks people down and all of yeah. that kind of stuff. Let's talk about positivity. Let's talk about, uh, you know, championing the voice of young people in a really positive way. Yeah, for sure. That's um, Then podcasts can be found the same spot if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, and that's cast, they can be found the same spot as well. Um, now, Evie. Yes. Year 12 at NAS. Now, you also play a bit of football as well, yeah. isn't that right? You, now, you play for Nazareth, yes, of course. Yes, I'm the captain of the school team here, along with Kathleen. Oh, with Kathleen as well. Yeah. Awesome. Kathleen was in our first episode, actually, so there you go. Yeah. Um, now... You also were tra you're training at you were tra training at West Adelaide. I was Adelaide training or? at Westies. Yeah. Um, given that a break for Year Twelve. Yeah. Not sure whether that was a good decision or a bad decision because I do miss it. But yeah. I guess I've got more time to focus on school now. Yeah, and once you're finished, do you think that's something that you'll focus on or? Um, I'm not sure. Or? I definitely was going to at the start of the year, yeah. but now I feel like I'm finding my ways with other things. Yeah, of course. So that might come into. 
because you were also out at the Academy for Port Adelaide as well. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a good experience? Um, Yeah, it was a great experience to get around just the club. It's like an experience that I never thought I'd really ever be getting. But, no, it was very good. Do you go for Port Adelaide? Or? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? There yeah. you go. Big game this weekend. Yeah. Isn't it? Wow, there you go. I mean, Are you going? This weekend? No, I'm not. Ah, but it's a dress-up day tomorrow. Yeah. You can dress up in your um, colours. Yeah, you best or believe I colors. will be. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Bringing a Guernsey or... Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, maybe bring staff. Daniel, can staff you, dress as well? Staff can dress. Well, I have to pull out my poor Guernsey from uh, 2006. Definitely <laughs> still fits. Your research project, uh, yeah. you did it on OCD. Do you want to yeah. tell us a little bit more about that? So my sister the last year has had quite bad OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, it got to the point where she wouldn't leave the house, so someone would always have to be at home with her. And I think it just made me realise that OCD is more than just being a clean freak or being scared of germs. It's more everyday life that it interferes mm. with. And it was really starting to kind of affect my everyday life as well, as well as my family's. But she's definitely progressing and getting better. So things are kind of getting back to normal. But I thought it would be good to do my research project on it just to not only spread awareness but also for myself Hmm. gain a better understanding of what she's actually going through yeah of course so So what was the the question um do you remember um it was (laughs) something like how does ocd affect preteens development and what other side effects or long-term implications on like drugs that are used to assist to help people that's amazing that's awesome. Thank you for that, guys. Let's uh, move into our news segment, What's Happening at NAS. And welcome back to What's Happening at NAS, where we um, have a look at what's coming up in the next fortnight and what's happened also in the past fortnight as well. Um, now, the past couple of weeks, uh, we had the Year 6 camp uh, down to Adair. I spoke to a few Year 6 students when I was working over at the Finland campus last week, and they enjoyed it. They loved it. They thought it was great. They got a little bit wet out with um, Beyond Limits. Now, we also had our confirmation and first Eucharist, um, the final one of the three weekends last weekend, which was great. I was at that one, that one, um, as a Eucharistic minister there, and I thought it was amazing. I thought the the priest, we had the... um, Oh, what's it called? The priest, the, not the um, archbishop, mm-hmm. the one that um, will serve him when he's not available. Vicar general, the vicar general. That's oh, not Philip Marshall. No, it no, used to be Philip Marshall. He's not a anymore. Parish priest now. Yeah, he's originally parish priest. It used to be Philip Marshall, um, yeah. but it's no, Dean Marin. Now. Dean Marin. Oh. That's right. It's Dean Marin, and he said an amazing homily. Um, he compared it to uh, the Lion King actually, and compared it to Simba, um, you know, right at the start of the movie and him being held up to the the heavens. And I thought it was, yeah, and I thought it was amazing. He sort of explained the whole movie, obviously, really briefly. Well, I haven't watched it, so no spoilers, guys. Have you really not watched The Lion King? I've never seen The Lion King. Wow. Have you watched The Lion King? I have, yeah. It just doesn't... I have three teenage kids. I've seen The Lion King more times than I care to mention. We also... um, had our book fair this week and that's 
finished off yesterday actually sorry that was um great fun all the kids got lots of uh books and stuff which was cool and the stationery um, you can't forget about you can't forget about the stationery which we spoke about um in our last podcast yeah. about the pointy sticks oh, the do you remember the, the, yes, pointy the, fingers, fingers. the pointy fingers yeah like six dollars way too mm. expensive <laughs> like someone in year seven you know yeah. six dollars it's not like, your money though coming up what do we have coming up now we have science week uh next week uh from the seven year seven to twelve um so i think there's a bit of um sciencey stuff going on there with some experiments and stuff at lunchtime and some stuff going on in the courtyard uh, during the week during lunch breaks as well. Um, now, we also have our Year 10 Rider Program, um, Safety Program next Monday, which I think is a follow-up from the other week. It might be another another session. Um, yeah, that's all of the news, but... We need to head across to check the sport this weekend and see what the game of the round is. It was Blue Week the other weekend, but let's check with Ollie or Sophie Fia and see what's coming up. Thanks, Kylan. So we had a great final week of sport here at Nazareth. Um, We had a few wins, a couple of losses, um, but what more can you expect? We are looking forward to our Nazareth um, versus Cabra Intercol round that's coming up this weekend. So we have a variety of teams that are playing um, down at Cabra from 8am that will be versing each other and we'll see who's going to be the overall winner. Um, And, yeah, we're very excited for that. Thanks. Welcome back to our Finding Our Faith segment, a segment where we talk about what it's like to be a person of faith today or whether you you have a faith or not as well. Now, we might start off and we might go around and just say what faith you are. As everyone at home knows, I'm Catholic. Daniel? I'm I'm Catholic. Mm -hmm. Same. Catholic. I'm Catholic. Yep, you're Catholic as well. Now, we might go around um, and have a little chat. I'll open up to the whole panel, but how does being a person of faith today um, help you overcome challenges in your life? Or it might not as well as everyone interprets their own faith differently. Well, I, I think I like I grew up in a Catholic household and like my parents are both quite religious. And I think as like life gets busier, you know, you don't do the things you, you think you should like obviously the Bible says, you know, mm. the Sabbath day you should should be, you know, dedicated to go to church. We live in a society where life just gets too busy for us to actually be able to commit to those things. And like obviously it does. It is a bit of a sad thing, like when you when you are you know religious and you want to be doing that, but you can't. But I still think growing up in a in a religious household, I still had those morals and values that pe- people that go to the church every weekend do as well. You know. Yeah. And and those are just like basic human values as well. They're not specific to a religion. It's just mm. values that most people will have, and you'll find that's probably the same with a lot of other religions as well. Yeah, that they share similar values. The core values of yeah, most exactly. most religions is so about even, doing good. So whether you go to church or not, whether you're religious or not, you're still going to share the values that humans should have. That's how I see it, anyway. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I mean, I'm the youth minister here, and I'll, I'll admit I don't go to church every weekend, and but I don't feel like I'm any less religious or any. I don't have as less of a faith as someone that does go to church every weekend as well. Yeah. yeah. James? I would say so, so. Yeah, I mean, it's you're, you're asking about a big. It's, it's a, a big. It's, it's a big question. It's a massive question. Like, that's it's right. Something that yeah. you know that I, I didn't grow up in a religious house at all. I mm. came to faith much later in my life, and I did the RCIA, yeah, okay. and I came in that way. Um, and it was such a deeply personal and such a deeply. Um, it, I really did feel I was drawn to it, um, and I think there are so many times when. 
I'm going through stuff and and really trying to make sense of something and really trying to seek wisdom and understanding of what I'm feeling and the things that are going mm. on around me. And I'll go to mass and I will hear the gospel. And within that and in the, in the message of the homily, there is maybe not the whole answer, but a pathway to where yeah. I want to go. It just happens too often for me to think, this isn't a, 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 a there's there's more to this faith than merely just a, a code of belief or a yeah. way of living. It's it's something much deeper um, and much more fundamental, I think, to our own human experience. Yeah. And I think that where sometimes people look at the church and go, oh, this is not right for me because of some sort of like outdated part of maybe something that they consider to be like an old fashioned part of it. Mm. They're not looking at the broader way that the church can be a part of their lives and yeah, the different sure. ways it can happen. Evie, how do you think being a person of faith today helps you overcome challenges in life or um, you, you might not think it does as well? So. I come from a overall Catholic family, but my immediate family are religious, but not too religious like we don't go to church every weekend mm. those kinds of things we'll go there for like christmas yeah. and easter and celebrate i guess all together the main events kind yeah, of yeah. of the year but i'm not sure yeah you, can i just ask like evie for you i mean you are even if you say that you're not religious yourself and yeah stuff, you are you're, you're in an organization a, a, a school surrounded by a community that is how do you think that that has an impact on you um, what, what do you think that you get out of that being in a community like that, even if you don't potentially go to um, that stuff yourself? I reckon everyone's very inclusive and it does feel like a big community here at Nazareth mm. of everyone just being accepting of where everyone is on their journey of faith kind of thing, I guess. Um, you definitely get to learn a lot about the Catholic community and the practices within it. Um, well, is there anything that's really kind of surprised you along the way about the Catholic faith that maybe sort of has, you know, goes against your expectations of what you thought? Um, well, I can chime in here. Like, I, did, yeah. I, did, I did year 12 last year. Chime and, away. And oh, yeah, I did year 12 last year and I did religion. And like, honestly, there's that stigma around religion at school where it's like, why do we have to do it? You know, everyone has it. Everyone goes through school thinking, why do we have to do religion? Yeah. And religion was honestly the best subject I did at school. Why? And and in my it, yeah, a lot of people say to me that's really no, but, but why? Why yeah. was it? Well, it's because like we don't. And I didn't understand this like earlier on while I was at school. Like in year ten, we'd learn about other religions, and I never really understood why we learned about other religions. Like we'd learn about you know Islam, we learn about Hinduism, and, and then it gets to year twelve, and we're learning about all these other religions. We didn't really we looked at maybe one or two like assignments where we actually looked at. Catholicism, yeah, and it was confusing. But what it's made me do is give me an understanding of like how other religions work, and made me appreciate other religions as mm. well. Mm. You know, and like that's a good thing because I travel a lot, and I've I've been lucky enough to go to like many different places all over the world to see how different people, you know, associate themselves with their religion. Yeah, like you walk around Adelaide Airport, and it's like you know just a normal airport. And then I remember going into I flew into Doha. And I was walking around the airport and you see signs like prayer room here. And you don't really understand that. Yeah. yeah. And then I went into year 12 and I, and I studied that. And you see like, you know, people that are Islamic, they pray five times a day. 
and it's that dedication to their religion that and once like, you're aware of that I yeah guess like you become more aware of, of yeah you know, how many cultures there are and how many different religions yeah. there are and sort of what they and do it just makes well. you look at it from a different viewpoint you know yeah i think that religion was in school i think it is an amazing subject to to learn not just about catholicism yeah. but about and if i could say anything to any year 12s that are going like people that are going into year 12 you need to appreciate the subject like you're going to give it you're going to give it slack you're going to say oh why would i have to do it like you know you chose to come to a catholic school and like obviously that's always the the excuse but really like put yourself to it and mm. Try and try ask and yourself see, the yeah, questions, sort you of know, thing. Yeah, like you appreciate it and, and give yourself the best understanding of everything you're learning. That's that's what I'd say. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, no worries. Um, now we will finish off with um, maybe we'll go with one one last question. Um, do you think that religion or faith today? Um, do you think it plays a as big of a role as what it used to, say, a decade ago? Well, like even just looking back at the census, the, the census they did last year, and they've already said that, you know, that less than 50% of people in Australia are Catholic. Like, people are still religious, hmm. but religion isn't as important as it was, you know, 10 years ago. Mm. Yeah. Like, that, that doesn't take a genius to work that out. But I think we still need to understand that religious morals and values of every religion are still as important to society as they were 10 years ago. Yeah. James, do you think that faith is as important as what it used to be? Well, I mean, I guess the, the one thing that I could perhaps do that you guys can't is, like, remember 10 years ago from an adult perspective because it didn't seem like that long ago. And I remember I was the... Um, uh, uh, the coordinator of the Australian Catholic Youth Festival when it was in Adelaide in 2015. Wow. So that's, what, seven years ago now. So it's kind first, of getting... That was the first one, wasn't it? It was the second, second one. The first one was in Melbourne in 2013, yeah, okay. and then there was Sydney and then Perth. Yeah. Um, and I remember, you know, try, having conversations with people about engaging with, with, with the festival, and it was a really interesting eye-opener for me... Um, people's preconceptions about what it was going to be and what it was going to be what was going to happen yet the people who did come along and were a part of it it was actually really interesting because we had a whole bunch of um uh students who were involved in archd at the time we did a like a live broadcast radio like a live radio uh thing there and we so people could come we had guests and things like that and all of the students who came along with part of it weren't necessarily the church engaged ones but they were um, the people who were involved in radio, so they came along. And yeah. whenever I asked any of them afterwards, I go, what's been the highlight of your involvement with RHD Radio? They've said, doing the live thing at the Australian Catholic Youth Festival. It was amazing. So they were really – they wouldn't have voluntarily have stepped through the door unless they had been there for another reason. But as soon as they got there – they saw that the things that were being discussed and the ideas that were being um, brought up and the sense of collegiality and camaraderie. One of the interesting things about Australian Catholic Youth Festival in Adelaide was that um, you had to get uh, 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 the, the convention centre, which we rented out the whole convention mm. centre, has a certain amount of security people on site to just kind of deal with everyday stuff. And it's like for the whole site... It's like three people yeah, for the whole wow. site, right? We did not have to get any more than that, even though we had 5,000 people, young people yeah. in there. Now, you tell me whether or not at a rock concert or any other festival, if you told them, oh, three security, 
Yeah. They'd go, you are insane. Yeah. But because of just the very nature of the way that everyone was looking out for each other, everyone yeah. was trying to do the right thing, but no one wanted to do anything to sort of like upset the apple cart yeah, yeah. in terms of the whole thing. So that's what that is. And so is it less relevant than it is? I don't know. And I think that the, the, the census itself, because now that no religion is now part of the census, mm. People who would ordinarily have said, oh, you know, I'm a Protestant or I'm an Anglican or I'm a blah, blah, or I'm a Catholic. People who would ordinarily tick those boxes, they that went down a lot when people could do, oh, I'm actually not a part of any church at all. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much stock to put in questionnaires. Yeah. I'm always a little bit whatever. But yet the people who I see who are really asking the bigger questions, who are searching for meaning, that doesn't go away. Yeah. It never goes away. It's it's part of who we are as people. We search for meaning. We search for truth. And I think that while we're searching for that, there will definitely be a place for yeah. faith and religion in our lives. Okay. I know you. I can back up the ACYF. I mean, I wasn't in the Adelaide one, but I went to Sydney and Perth, and I know Sydney was just humongous. But yeah. I, I, like, it was, yeah, it was magnificent. Mm. But um, yeah, and at both of them, Perth as well, there was nothing that. It's just genuinely nice conversations. People wanting to have a conversation about faith and all of that, mm. which is really great. So, yeah, Evie, do you think that religion is important as um, what it used to be? Um, yeah, it definitely is. Um, at the moment I'm doing a assignment on it in religion and yeah, people, especially young people are acknowledging their faith a lot more and I feel like, yeah, there'll always be that religion there and people deep down will always be, I guess, staying true to their faith and their family beliefs just but yeah and like like we said earlier just because they're not practicing by doing some things a part of their yeah. faith like going to church it doesn't make them um any less religious, any less religious than yeah. what someone that does go to because i mean everyone interprets their own faith in their own way I, yeah. I, I interpret my catholic faith in my own way and i'm sure that daniel you interpret the way that you go about your faith in a different way as well anyway that guys that's all we have time for just quickly before we head off um the second of august um no, it's not. Sorry, the second of September. Um, it is Father's Day breakfast. Um, so all the fathers at the Finden campus um, go down, and um, you'll get a bit of breakfast there. And then also um, today, uh, the twenty twenty one yearbooks were all handed out, and the marketing team did a beautiful job. I know Maddie sitting in the room here with us did an absolutely magnificent <laughs> job. It was a big day for all of them. I think it was two thousand. She's behind the it, scenes. Two, She's two, behind the scenes. Was she it two thousand? You can't even mention Maddie's name. <laughs> 2000? Was it 2000? 2000. Uh, over 2000. Big, books. Biggest day of the so, year, I think. Wow. Yeah, biggest day of the year. <laughs> most books most books we've ever handed out in the history of the college, actually, as well. So that's um, a magnificent uh, role that they've done. Um, anyway, thank you guys for joining me on the panel. I appreciate it. And um, we'll see you in a fortnight for episode number 